Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Dank and Timothy Go and Chua Tian with you. It's time now for In the Spotlight. Well, we're going to take a look at the Urban Redevelopment Authority rolling out a master plan to guide Singapore's development over the next 10 to 15 years. So what I like is Singapore's uh, Business Improvement District Plan was introduced to improve uh, specific defined areas and enhance the vibrancy of uh, these precincts. And with 10 of these bid precincts, that, by the way, is the Business Improvement District, the Singapore River especially is one of the most iconic, of course, one as it commands a significant share of mm. footfall. That's the number of people who visit, whether locals or tourists, and investments from businesses. Just nice, right? You've got this whole tourism rebound. And, you know, if you research Singapore, if you, let's say you're a tourist, right? You research places to go, a photo of a Singapore River is bound to pop up. Of course. Yeah. It's the most, uh, well, that plus the other, you know, three towers of that big hotel. <laughs> On the line with us to tell us more is Michelle Ko, who is Executive Director, Singapore River One. Michelle, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Timothy. Hi, Elliot. How are you? Very good. Tell us more about uh, SRO or Singapore River One. This area makes up the Singapore River Precinct, right? Yeah. In fact, a lot of people just assume Singapore River just consists of Key, but Actually, it's both three keys, all three keys, Book Key, Clark Key, and Robertson Key. Oh, okay. I didn't even know Robertson Key was part. I know both Key and Clark Key Clark because, Key, the, yeah. you know, you can walk through them. But, oh, right. Actually, you learn something to, new every day, you, right? You think of it, <laughs> long if river, it's not yeah. so hot, you can actually walk through all of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's about 3.2 km long. Mm-hmm. So it's very walkable. It's all connected. So what sort of plans do you have for a Singapore River 1, that is, to elevate this area? Well, we are guided by a four-year business plan and the pillars are placemaking, events and marketing, and lastly, public advocacy. Mm. So guided by this business plan, our motive is definitely to increase property values, to boost the economic vitality of Singapore River. And all of it is really to make it an attractive environment for people to come and play, work or live. So some of the plans that we have in mind would be to enhance more of the artwork that already populates the underpasses. Mm. So we, you know, watch this space to look out for visual art that's coming up in a bigger way. We are also harnessing technology to allow visitors to navigate the various parts of Singapore River with the hidden gems and archival stories that we want to share with the visitors as well. In fact, for the River Festival that's coming up in September, which is like in two weeks' time, you know, you will get to experience for the first time ever mixed reality with the TikTok, uh, the TikTok augmented reality. And you can use it in terms of creating content for your TikTok channel. So it's really exciting times and I can't wait for you guys to try it. <laughs> Okay, I don't have a TikTok channel, but uh, you know, this might be something worth signing up for TikTok for. I, I like how early on you were talking about you know improving things like uh, the vibrancy as well as like property uh, segments of it. Could you tell us a little bit about how these precincts uh, contributes to Singapore's overall economy? Do I look at it as uh, the three different keys? Like Robertson Key has lots of good property. Um, I'm thinking Boat Key more of the nightlife economy. Tell us more. 
Yes, actually each of the keys have different personalities. Mm. But I think what unites everybody is the fact that we are very much into uh, food. So the restaurant business is a big thing along the three keys. And what we do is that as part of the River Festival, we promote it through this event name called Singapore River Signatures. So what we do is to promote the good food, the good eats. Uh, we don't need to let you second guess where to go. We have a food trail and workshops to let you experience and, you know, do the pasta that, that is actually shared by the chef. And we have a Mao Shang Wang Mili Quick that we will do it through a workshop that you can experience from the very famous Ellenborough Market Cafe. So the food part is our core DNA, but mm-hmm. naturally there will be things like marketing that we want to do through events. And we have done it in the past, like for St. Patrick's Day Street Festival, the upcoming Singapore River Festival. So this is very much a push towards to make the Singapore River very vibrant and it's a place as a destination. So every great city has a great river and we would like to think that uh, for the folks at Singapore River One, we do want to make sure that the Singapore River is a destination for all local and foreign visitors alike. Because as you know, you know, at the end of the day, you want your local ambassadors to talk and bring their friends overseas to come to Singapore River. So I feel that the more we impress upon our friends and family about what we have in Singapore River, they will be the best ambassadors to bring their overseas guests to Singapore River itself. You're right. Every great city has a great river. One of the things that I want to ask you about uh, with regards to Singapore River uh, is that is there a way to make it more climate-friendly? to people who are visiting, you know, during the daytime when it's either when it's raining, it's too humid or it's too hot? Oh, there's plenty to do. I mean, a stone's throw away from Boat Key would be Asian Civilizations Museum. So you can kind of feed your... Well, feed your heritage soul over there. No, no, and what I'm talking about, like, you know, for, for places like Clark Key, for example, you have those blower, you know, blowing cooler air, right? Will this be something that you will look at for other parts of the river? Uh, We are thinking of building more shelters. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the plans that we have in mind because that's one of the feedback that we've gotten from the surveys that we put out. And uh, you're very right. You know, a lot of times when people are walking through, they just want a respite and they want to have a place to chill and, and just shoot the breeze and enjoy the river. So the fact of the matter is that we do have plenty to share along the river in terms of the eats and the drinks. Mm -hmm. We have the arts, the culture, but a lot of times people don't know where to go. So through this walking trail that we are slowly developing, we would like people to eventually realize that a lot more to it than meets the eye. You know, mm-hmm. Clarky is not just a clubbing zone. There's a lot of things behind that. It will be from a nighttime economy to an all-day economy. It will be very pet-friendly. So it's a lot of narratives that we want to share. And mm-hmm. thank you for allowing me to have this platform to share with the listeners out there. Is it a little bit like coming up with a, like a guru walk uh, of that sort around that area? Well, um, it is going to be walking trail. Mm. And who doesn't like food when it 
you know, a bit about history yeah. and then you stop to makan. Because we are all glued together by this universal thing called food, right? <laughs> it's so the best way to, to tell the story. <laughs> exactly. You, def- you don't want to just know about Sir Stanford Raffles and, you know, the heritage bit and not be plied by the many food that we have. So you'll be sure that there's a food is really much part of the narrative that we'll be sharing out there. And also about the heritage and the architectural aspect that we have along the river. It's a very nice juxtaposition behind the financial district is the whole row of conserved shop houses, which we have many stories behind that as well. All right. Other than what you've already mentioned, what other consumer trends are you uh, looking at and planning to service in, in the near future? Well, when we speak to a lot of the visitors out there through the quantitative surveys and through town hall meetings that we have our stakeholders, mm-hmm. I think what has been recurring is that the use of technology in a bigger way. So that's why this year we have decided to partner with TikTok in order to bring out this sense of mixed reality to allow people to create content in their channels and yet at the same time learn about the heritage behind Singapore River. So that's one one of the key things that we are pushing at. The second thing is about the fact that the arts element is always overlooked just because a lot of times people assume arts should belong to museums. So we want to bring out the element of arts and who said art couldn't uh, or don't belong in the back lanes or in the underpasses of a connector between two keys? So these are things that we want people to rediscover Singapore River with mm. the hidden art, the hidden stories, the hidden gems that we have. And let them rediscover Singapore River in their own day, in their own time. And have fun, you know, to really appreciate the river that we have inherited from our forefathers who has done so much to clean it up. And right now we have a really nice and clean river. Mm. Uh, Michelle, pardon me if I uh, missed this out earlier on, but do the do the various businesses have a say in, in some of the things that you are organizing? Do they participate in any other way? Absolutely. This is what the Business Improvement District is all about. It's about empowering the stakeholders to having a voice. Mm. So a lot of times people just assume that it's a very top-down approach, but it is very contrary to that point. In fact, Business Improvement District supports the voice of our stakeholders, which would be both the operators as well as the landlords. So the business plan that I articulated earlier is actually something that all of us came together to uh, develop. So it was from the operators to the landlords. Uh, some of the agencies also echoed some of the sentiments uh, stakeholders were feeling. So all that culminated into this business plan and we could then boldly, aggressively push through some of the objectives of this plan because we know that it is something that ground-up stakeholders wanted. So as to your question about whether they have a voice in it, absolutely, a business plan is their voice. Oh, that is fantastic. That's a great PR uh, spiel as well. We've been speaking <laughs> with uh, Michelle Ko, who's Executive Director for Singapore River One. Uh, Michelle, thank you for your time today. Take care and have a great Wednesday evening. All right. Take care then. Bye-bye. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.